Hello and welcome to another week of A Heart for Scripture, week 41. This week you'll be reading in 1 Thessalonians and you'll notice as you read through this book that one of the most pronounced themes in this whole book is about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Paul talks about Jesus' second coming in every single chapter. And what great news it is that Jesus is going to come back again and deliver all those who have believed in him for all the ages to live eternal life with him. Paul explains to the church in Thessalonica that the second coming of Jesus should provide us with great hope. Isn't hope an amazing thing? It's like that feeling as a kid in the last week of school before summer break, the feeling of expectancy, knowing that something good is about to happen. The feeling of hope, it drives us to live differently. What's strange about hope, though, is although nothing has changed around us, our circumstances are the same, our mindset is different when we have hope. I love what Rico Tice says. He, he says, real hope is a joyful expectation for the future based on true events in the past, which changes everything about my present. Paul explains to the church in Thessalonica that this hope in Jesus' return is not just a vague reality or wishful thinking like, I hope I can get home from work today with no traffic. But this is a certainty because God himself has promised that Jesus is coming back. First Thessalonians 4 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This will happen. And Paul is instructing us that this expectation of Jesus' second coming should inform our hope for the future. He sees it as so important that he tells the church, encourage one another with these words. Help, help each other. Uplift one another with the hope that we have in Jesus' second coming. Well, hope in Christ should do two things for you this week. The first thing it should do is it should help you live a life that is pleasing to God. We want to please the Lord and knowing he'll return one day, we want to be found ready when he returns. Chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians tells us that we have no clue the day or the hour that Jesus is going to come back. It's like a thief in the night, but we want to be ready when he does come. I think about a store owner going out for the day, and when he comes back, all his employees are asleep at their desks. What a tragedy this would be. We don't want to live just a pleasing life to God so we won't be caught sleeping on the job, but because we love him and because he's redeemed us and he tells us that he's coming back for us. Maybe you feel inadequate to fight sin this week and you feel like you don't really have what it takes to keep moving forward and fighting against sin. What's amazing is the Lord himself tells us that he will not leave us to fight sin ourselves, but he will surely sanctify us and help us. Chapter 5, verse 24 says, He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Well, the second reason hope in Christ's return will help you this week is if you are suffering. Suffering in any way, minor or even major. 
Hope in Jesus' return reminds us that our suffering here on earth is just temporary. What joy there is in knowing that one day all our sin will be gone when Jesus returns. We will be free from any lasting effects of sin in our own lives and also sin that other people do against us. All our sickness will be gone at Jesus' return. We'll be free from doctors and ER trips, medical bills, and dentists. All our sorrow will vanish when Jesus returns. We'll have so much to rejoice in as we're going to be with God himself and he will dwell in our midst. Paul says in chapter 4 verse 13 that we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. There will be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more suffering. Our suffering will be taken away when Christ returns. And our eager expectation of this happening, it gives us hope. Not like those of the world who have no hope. We have hope that Jesus will come back and get rid of all these things. And so our suffering here is only temporary. As you read God's word this week, may you have a great expectancy for Jesus coming back for you. And may it give you grace and hope to fight against sin this week and trust in God.